The all-new Toyota Highlander is designed to go Highlander. What's go Highlander, you ask? It means amplifying your comfort with available premium leather interior and ventilated seats. And amplifying your groove with an available booming 11-speaker JBL audio system. Or even amplifying your crew with roomy seating for up to eight. Don't just go. Go Highlander in the all-new Toyota Highlander. Toyota. Let's go places. JBL is a registered trademark of Harman International Industries, Incorporated. It's official. Real Ghost Stories Online and the Grave Talks will be live at the Crescent Hotel for one night only, August 11th, 2019 at 7 p.m. And you are invited. I'm Tony Bruski from Real Ghost Stories Online, and I can't wait to meet you at the Crescent Hotel this August 11th for an awesome night of ghost stories. We're going to have a lot of fun at the Crescent Hotel that night as we record an episode of Real Ghost Stories Online live. The stories on this episode come from you guys, the audience, live at the Crescent. Then it's a live episode of The Grave Talks as we talk with Crescent historian and paranormal investigator Keith Scales. We'll learn all about the history of the hotel, how it came to be, why it's haunted today, what goes on at the Haunted Crescent Hotel, and allow you guys to ask your questions as well with a live Q&A segment. It's a fun night full of ghost stories at the historic Haunted Crescent Hotel, a hotel that we've had many stories from shared about over the years here on the show. Tickets are only $25 a piece and are on sale now. Go to realghoststoriesonline.com and click on the Live at the Crescent Hotel banner to purchase yours. They are very limited, though, and when they are gone, they are gone. Real Ghost Stories Online and the Grave Talks live at the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, August 11th, 2019. Get your tickets now at realghoststoriesonline.com. 250 EPP bonus episodes, quarter of a way to a thousand. Wow. It's amazing. There's a lot of podcasts out there on this topic where just their normal episodes have never made it to 250, but we have 250 EPP bonus episodes now. Thank you guys for supporting us uh, for this long to allow us to, to get to this point. That's awesome. Um, I absolutely love doing this every single day. So thank you uh, for that. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of material to go through. If you're just finding this program at uh, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories, all 250 available for you as uh, an EPP, an extra podcast person. Um, Enjoy. (laughs) That's all I can say. Some of the best damn ghost stories uh, are in these EPP episodes. And today is no different. We got some great ghost stories for you. Uh, Our first one begins with the story of an acquaintance out at a place that's documentable because there's security cameras running into uh, an old friend or acquaintance or whatever you want to call it. Only thing is, that person that they run into, not so living. But they're unaware of it. They seem pretty living when they meet, but uh, the security camera will prove otherwise. Also, who is a little girl in the neighborhood that everyone sees? Everyone thinks this is just a normal child, but whose kid is she? Where does she live? Where does she go to? Where is she coming from? That's quite the question that many are left uh, asking. Also, a man takes a journey to the door of death. No. To the door of death of not only himself, but to the death of another. Another 
once living soul who saved his life gets a lot of insight into the individual that gave that gift of life that he otherwise would not have. And after a haunting encounter, one listener feels a very odd sense of peace. Other than fear. Which is kind of strange, because you run into something spooky, bizarre, creepy, haunted, ghostly, whatever. Peace is not usually the first emotion that we get. How they get there, why they get there. You'll have to hear in that story. So, here we go. Embarking on EPP bonus episode number 250 of Real Ghost Stories Online. My name is Tony Bruski. Stay with us. Uncomfortable situations. How do you handle them? You know, it's all sorts of uncomfortable situations. And I guess the level of comfort comes down to how much of a people person you are. I myself, uh, in person, I I can be kind of awkward. I think I'm. I get nervous. I get nervous around people. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to act sometimes. Especially sometimes when it's like someone you you know that they know you and you don't know them, and they're really like huggy and overly friendly, and it's like you know you, you kind of go along with it because you don't want to be rude, but it can be very uh, very uncomfortable. Especially when they start talking about things that you you think you should know about. You should be able to join in the conversation joyfully or at least with some sort of, uh, you know, cadence to to make them feel like, oh, I I understand you. I remember you. You you had meaning to me and I, I don't completely feel clueless right now. We've run into those situations. We all run into those situations in life. What happens when you run into one of those situations with a ghost? You know, <laughs> and you don't even know it's a ghost at the time. You're just thinking oh, this person. I, I kind of remember them. You know, we're like not quite even acquaintance, but you know, we've passed. We've said a few nice words and, and pleasantries to each other, but that's about it. They, you know, there's no reason that they should be diving into their life story with you know deep detail. So why are they doing it now? Do I mean more to this person than than they meant to me? And Am I a horrible person for, for not reciprocating that? All those sort of things that, that kind of run through your mind. In our next story, we hear about someone who has a run-in with a ghost. They don't really realize it till later, till all the pieces of the paranormal puzzle that they're about to be presented with come into place. It really makes them think about what is going on in life or makes them uh, even more confused about what is going on in this life. Take a listen. I've been busy with work. A girlfriend, she finds a way to keep me busy as well. I even go to Bible study twice a week because of her. I'd mentioned before that my dad is an atheist, but my mom is Christian, so I was never forced to attend church. I'm not going to preach, but it is why I came home later than I normally did in my typical routine of going for a walk because I don't want to get fat. So, of course, the first thing I do when I'm out for a walk is go to the nearest 7-Eleven to get junk food. On my way back, I was worried because this person was walking very strange near me. I had a unique vibe. I was almost about to run, but it was an old African-American lady who claimed to recognize me. There's a reason why I didn't notice her. Typically, she would drive to the store 
I remember her buying the lottery scratch-off. She was walking a little dog, but I could sense that something was wrong with her. She started to open up to me about how her life was very hectic. She told me that her husband died 11 days ago, and he didn't know it. He had cancer, but dropped a large amount of weight and then found out he had cancer the day after. Other close family of hers died as well. She also told me how he was on housing and the city refuses to allow her to be on housing for some reason. Just a really bad situation. And to be fair, I kept the conversation short. I tried being polite, but I know when people are down on their luck, they might ask for a little bit too much. I recall her having a gambling problem. It was why she bought those scratcher tickets. I remember hearing her losing all of her money one night when I bought her a $5 ticket, and I guess she won some of it back, but for some reason, when you get addicted to gambling, people put money aside and hope to break even. Some sort of temptation that they can't resist. Got a little strange when she was telling me that I was about the same height as her husband. She then hugged me. It was a very awkward moment. Then she was asking me if I had a cigarette. I gave her money to buy a pack and told her I had to be up early and made my leave. Now, here's the part that really freaked me out. I got home and I started to eat the junk food that I bought. Then my answering machine started to screw up and play the announcement. And then those random robotic voice noises like new message. And it said a number, a random number. And it was beeping until finally it was very fast and then very slow. It was really creepy and just bizarre as it was malfunctioning. Then it just seemed to work itself out and work fine. Played the message. Then in a southern accent it said, Thank you, baby. In the back of my head, I thought this could be the lady that I talked to earlier, and she found a way to get my number and might be trying to call me. In the back of my head, I thought she was happy that she had someone to talk to, maybe wanted to thank me for the cash that I gave her for cigarettes. I wrote the number down, but I felt it was very strange that my answering machine was messing up. So I pressed the button to play all the missed calls. When I went to get my cell phone off the charger to record the last message, it played a few regular calls that I expected, but the last call changed to... Thank you, and goodbye. So I got ready to record it. As soon as I started recording, it said, You have no messages. And the electricity went out. So I'm standing in the dark. I may have waited a couple of seconds, but I ran outside into my truck. What freaked me out was that the rest of the neighborhood all had their lights on. It was just the row of my apartments that went out. And the workers use those zip ties to close a utility box on the side that has the electric switches and cable box and it had not been tampered with. I decided to drive around to see if the lady was roaming around walking her dog. It would very much clear my mind. It seems more rational that maybe it was an electrical issue. The answering machine likely malfunctioned. I've had the thing for over 15 years, so it's possible that it may have just screwed up. I drove around and I couldn't find her. But I remembered that I gave her money for cigarettes and asked a worker if an older African-American woman with a dog had dropped by at the gas station. He said, only a few people showed up after I left and it was all men. I was still thinking rationally. There was a gas station and maybe she decided to walk her dog to that other gas station and go that direction home. So I swung over there. The worker said nobody was around, only people getting gas and using their cards. He had had a chance to talk to any customers all night. That's when I decided maybe something was strange. So I went back to the 7-Eleven and decided to talk to the employee there. I told him I was trying to find the lady who always buys those lottery scratchers. It's when he told me the lady's husband died and she hasn't been around in months. I remembered that she had said her husband died 11 days ago. So I asked if he knew when her husband died. 
The whole time I was hoping he must have mistaken her for a different customer, but he mentioned it had to have been over four months because he went on vacation and she was telling him that her husband lost a ton of weight and they found out that he had cancer right after he died. The only difference between his story and what I heard was the 11 days instead of four months. I was thinking he may have talked to her earlier and was playing a joke on me or just misunderstood. Then he said that she's seen proof. Took me to the employee area with the security footage. There was me buying my stuff and a couple of guys who went in. No lady or any women in general after that. We're going to stop right there to hear the rest of EPP bonus episode number 250 and get access to all 250 bonus episodes of this very show, Real Ghost Stories Online. Become an extra podcast person. That's an EPP. You can do it at ghostpodcast.com. Get all the episodes there. Or if you like Patreon, patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Either way, you can download them right there onto your devices, on your computer, whatever you may want. And uh, enjoy just some of the best damn ghost stories that you'll probably ever hear. Uh, it's been an amazing journey into 250 bonus episodes so far. If you want to sign up. In the rest of this episode, the rest of this story, find out how it ends. Also, who's the little girl in the neighborhood that everyone sees and hears? A man takes a journey to the death of another soul who saved his life. And after a haunting encounter, one listener feels a very odd sense of peace rather than fear. Ghostpodcast.com to become an EPP or Patreon.com slash Real Ghost Stories. You won't regret becoming an EPP. Get all the bonus episodes, new ones every single week, and advanced access to our episodes weeks before the release to the public, a free e-copy of our Amazon best-selling book, and more. Check it out, Ghostpodcast.com or Patreon.com slash Real Ghost Stories. Until next time, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening. If you are anything like us at Thrift Books, you love books. You know, real books made of ink and printed on paper. With over 13 million used and new books, starting as low as $3.99, Thrift Books has your next great adventure, affordable textbook or cozy afternoon, any format, edition and condition, right at your fingertips. Visit thriftbooks.com podcast and find your next favorite book today. For the love of books, Thrift Books.